0: Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Welcome everyone to an unbelievable episode of Training Unleashed. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about leadership and we're going to be talking with two experts from Rose International. And by the way, that's Rose from the term, the compass, which we get to figure out what that actually means. (laughs) But here's the point. If you listen today, you're gonna learn some tips on how you can be a better leader. And we all know we're either green or growing or ripe and rotting, so today is a good opportunity for us to sit back, listen and learn. So we've got Rachel and we've got Megan from Rose International. Please briefly introduce yourselves. And tell us what Rose, meaning a compass, is.
1: Well, hi, I'm Dr. Rachel Headley. I'm uh, my background is really in satellite science. I'm a PhD scientist, um, but uh, the first um, decade of my career, I did that. Then I got into leadership and management um, on a big satellite mission, and now I'm using those uh, lessons learned to um, help improve businesses and leadership. Uh, compass Rose is actually the the. The thing on the map or on a compass that points north, and it's usually pretty on older maps. It's very decorative. So that's what a compass rose is, and that's what Rose Group International um, is named
0: after. And leadership is about direction. Finding your way. That's right. Perfect. Okay.
2: I'm Meg Mankey. I'm a senior partner in uh, Rose Group International, and I've spent most of my career in some sort of people management, uh, primarily in HR training and development. I've uh, got a lot of education and experience around um, uh, organizational psychology, group education, and developing curriculum uh, for training and really seeing talent.
0: So for our listeners here, I want to point something out. There are a lot of people that write books on leadership. Mm-hmm. and they write like books on leadership from experience. I've written a book on leadership from experience. We're actually talking to two people that are well-educated, knowledgeable, and well-researched. Mm-hmm. And I think from my perspective, we should be listening very carefully because it's not anecdotal. It's actually based on fact. Mm-hmm. At least I hope it's based on fact. No, that is based on fact. <laughs> of course. So I know you guys have a brand new book just about to come out. And would you share the, the title of the book and, and the premise?
1: Yeah, the title is IX Leadership, Create High Five Cultures and Guide Transformation. And actually, we, it took us a little while to come around to deciding it was a new leadership style because really what is, there's three big parts of the book. The first one is culture types. And that's a, a typing system that we created based on the um, some research back in the 20s that all the other personality types are based off of. But we really feel like a lot of the personality profiles are misapplied in business. Because what business, we really need to know is how, is how do people deal with chaos and how do people deal with teams? Because those are the big issues right now in business that we see today. And then how do people deal with change? And so those are the first two big parts of the book. And and at the end of the day, what we train on and what we support businesses with is how do you actually take those ideas and put them in, in place? How do you actually create better culture? How do you actually lead people? And a lot of that has to do with leadership and how you are a leader. So we really couldn't, separate those new things out of leadership. So that's um, how we came to be a new leadership style.
0: Well, I think this is very fascinating because I can assure you there are a lot of people listening that are familiar with DISC. A lot of people are familiar um, with Myers-Briggs. A lot of people are familiar with, with Strength Finders and all, all of this. And I always kind of get, you know, when I've been in programs and talked about these things, I always get people say, well, how does this apply to work? How does this apply to life? And I know from a fact I am different in life. I guess life is everything, but I'm indifferent when I'm not working than I am when I'm working. So I, I, I think your idea, I think your idea it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and so I'm now very intrigued about your book. But let's maybe talk about this because you're, you're really, if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're talking about how people deal when there's a little chaos and calm and that's different in different jobs different roles i can see people with different skill sets needed so tell us a little bit more about those two kinds of personality types and if there's more to this i missed it in my question feel free just to correct me
2: sure so uh because you can't see our faces this is meg uh so we actually have four different culture types and uh, they're not personality types they're actually Work types. What kind of work do you prefer? What kind of an environment do you prefer? And so uh, there's there are fixers, independents, stabilizers, and organizers. And uh, the two axes that they rest on go from being more motivated by operating in a team to being more motivated by operating by yourself, and then from uh, a preference for order up to a preference for chaos, or what those of us who enjoy chaos call freedom. Uh, So you take a short quiz, the end user would take a short quiz and then be typed. And then they really understand more about how they prefer their work environment and then what differences there are between them and the other people they work with. And so Rachel and I talk a lot about unspoken conversations. And so that's what's happening in a lot of businesses where it's like, you know, water cooler talk where, you know, Jody's talking about Sam because Sam just doesn't understand that she really needs all these reports before they can make a move and decide how they're going to do something and uh you know they they just are not speaking the same language they're not worrying about the same things in the same way so then what we do is take all the culture types and lay that over the kurtz change transition model which talks about how the process of change works so change is the same all the time but the way the different culture types move through change is different. And so a stabilizer would move through change differently than an independent would. And then the more you understand about how everyone is moving through the different phases of change and why they feel differently at different times, uh, then the the group or the individual starts to really understand you know, what it is, that's creating these unspoken conversations. And then we wrap the leadership bit around it with accountability, transparency, building value and vision into your organization uh, to say, okay, well, this is how everyone will act. This is why, because we have practical tools now, and we all know how each other processes information. So that's the system uh, by which we help organizations and support them in uh, sort of diagnosing where they're at with their teams and then moving them up to the next level. You know, we we joke a lot about fixing organizations, but we're not fixing anything necessarily. We're helping organizations level up. So wherever you're at now, we're going to make sure that your business is better, that your teams are stronger, that your employees are engaged, and they're not just working uh, for your organization, they're working for your vision.
0: You know, I I love what you're talking about. I love the term leveling up. Um, Occasionally I give speeches and one of my favorites is seeking excellence, the never ending journey. Uh, And because if you're not changing or you're not transitioning, you're not trying to improve, you're going backwards. Sort of my green and growing or ripe and rotting kind of statement really applies well to what you're saying. So I'm going to ask you a question that I don't think you've ever been asked before. Ooh, let's hear it. A long time ago, when someone developed DISC, Mm -hmm. they had a good idea that they thought people might like, and it changed the world, Mm -hmm. okay? Millions of people have been taught on it. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about the fact that you might be changing the world, and if this catches on, creating a whole new vernacular and management and new way of people thinking? And how do you feel about that possibility?
1: Oh, uh, that's the whole point of the system. Evan. I mean, that's uh, our goal is to, we've both worked. So we both worked in big organizations, small organizations. um, We've managed huge companies. We've, you know, overseen uh, mergers and acquisitions. uh, But the one thing we see is that uh, so many people are miserable at work. Yeah. And it does not have to be that way. And so we set out to figure out you know, what is excellence in leadership look like? How, and actually, what we feel like a lot is the focus on individuals and individual leadership success has really meant a lot less focus on culture and teams. And everyone wants a great culture. Everyone wants, you know, what that is. You walk into a room and you are happy to be there, or you walk into a room and everyone is walking around like it's a funeral, right? I mean, sure. We know, yeah, we know that this is really critical. And so we set out to figure out. Okay, this team is great. This team sucks. What's the difference in leadership? What What are the people? Some people love change. Some people hate it. So what? Why? You know. So we actually set out to practically solve all those problems with our system. So we actually started with the change stuff. That is fascinating to me, and and such a light bulb moment um, to understand that change is actually exciting and innovative and creative and. Uh, people actually that's how you create high-performing teams together because they you're going through a change and you and you have each other's back right Sure. but, but people think change has to suck and so n- that doesn't really resonate with people so much you know they want to they want to have one step back about well why do people change at different paces so then that's what we did and so that's how we sort of created it and our goal frankly in 2019 is to change a million lives um, not us directly, but us through our certification and through their good work as a community create an IX leader community that changes a million lives in 2019. That's our goal.
0: I love the goal. I, I love the way you're thinking about it because you're putting, a, you're putting emotion into a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's pra- practical. I guess my question maybe that I, that I wasn't as articulate as I should is, how does it feel? to know you're about to do this?
2: Uh, well, gosh, there's a, let me get out my emotions bucket. There's a lot of feelings that go with it every day. Um, amazing would be the first thing I'd pull out because um, Rachel and I've talked about this a lot, man. This has been my, uh, this has sort of been my, my life's dream um, since I was in getting my undergrad at Creighton university. My, you know, I, I've got a degree in finance cause well, you're supposed to, I guess, Uh, gets a real quote-unquote real degree. Um, And then I also got a degree in business ethics because I thought it's really important to me that um, people have an opportunity, one, to do business right, and two, to treat people well. And so anyhow, I I mean, I've been working towards this. We have got, there has got to be a way to put some groundwork down and make some tools um, that people can use to make the workplace feel good for yeah. folks. So, I mean, I, I am, th- this is really my life's work at, at, at a, at a, culmination point. So I'm thrilled, overwhelmed, exhausted. Those words come <laughs> into play also, but thrilled mostly is the, uh, the emotion for me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, me too. And um, for me, it's, you know, we, la- Megan and I laugh because she's um, very people uh, oriented and I'm much more how do you get things done? Like uh, I'm a project management professional also, and, and I've been very tactical in a lot of what I do. I love creating huge solutions and, and sort of broad broad solutions too. But I always transition quickly to how do we actually create new action? So it's not just also, um, you know, we, it's inspirational what we're doing. But it's also everyone that's read the book is like, wow, it's so practical, so pragmatic. And that's a lot of um, our influence of how do you, we've actually done the work. You know, Evan, what you mentioned about anecdotal books, that's great, too, because that means you've learned things as you go. And so we've actually been able to take the, all that research, which is fun, and, um, and also our, our life. And actually, it's kind of a fun book, too. We're kind of snarky. And, uh, <laughs> somebody said there's salty language. And we're trying to keep it clean for you and your listeners here, but um, but yeah, it's it's the exciting thing for me is like for me it's been a very tactical strategy I guess, and that's how I answered you the first time is that you know I've been planning a global takeover (laughs) for um, a couple of years, and so that's one of Meg and I have worked started working together a couple of years ago, and it was very clear to me immediately that this is something we could do, and so to me it's kind of like. Well, obviously, it's the inevitable conclusion of all the things that we put into place. So, um,
0: it's- Just the way you describe it, it, it just seems like it has such great potential. Mm-hmm. Because the, the stuff that's before you has been very helpful. But the natural evolution of the thinking in the process is just like the idea of leveling up, right? You don't just sit back and just say, oh, this is perfect. I'm, I'm going to stay here forever. You're always looking to level up and really looking at, it's strictly from a business point of view at people, I think it's brilliant. So I got to ask you about the name of the book, where did it come from? What's it mean?
1: Uh,
2: Well, okay. So IX leadership. So IX stands for internal experience. So uh, Rachel and I've done some work in call center customer service world. And in that world uh, it's CSCX, which is customer service, customer experience. And we were talking to a group one time and we said, you know, if you're taking care of your people, you don't have to be as worried about whether or not they're taking care of the people uh, that are your clients and your customers. And so that's how the IX idea was born. We created IX out of uh, conversation about customer service. Uh, and then creating high five cultures and guiding transformation. Uh, so the create high five cultures seems very obvious to us, although you'd be surprised at how many times we get a question about, well, what does that really mean? Well, for those of you who haven't had a V8 today, that's what a high five culture sounds like. <laughs> uh, and guiding transformation is really uh, the practical application of the Kurtz change transition model and how people see change and go through it. And you can actually sort of spin the scope for them. So it, doesn't, it, it moves it from change is hard to change is an opportunity for innovation.
0: That's a great way, a great way to think about it. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology, rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to Tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortle.net. I love the term high five. Uh atmosphere because I, I truly believe in positiveness and creating a culture of positiveness and where people are looking for what's good and looking to acknowledge and not just looking for what's wrong and mm-hmm. listening for what's right, not listening for what's wrong. Um, so I know you guys have the book, but you have more. Mm-hmm. I know you have a lot of really cool offerings and ways that people can interact. And I know we got a free offering at the end that will do, deal with this a little bit where people can get a taste of what you do. So why don't you tell us about sort of the other things that you offer to, to, uh, to, to business people and, and corporate in the corporate world. And I'm sure people would love to hear Yeah. So stay tuned, by the way for the offer. Cause I have a great one at the end.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. We, so what we do is, um, from a business perspective, we have several different levels of offers. And so we work a very high end consultancy where we come in, and we work with an executive team, and we kind of look at top down how can they really 10x their business by focusing on their people. So that's one thing that we do. Um, the next sort of middle tier is we actually do a lot of training and training and development. So. Because we have got this system developed, we understand how people deal with change. Because, of course, in a training, and I'm I'm sure all of your listeners totally identify with this, you go into a training, I don't care what it is, you get super excited, you're thrilled about what you learned, you're so excited to go back to your desk, and literally a week later, you're doing the same things that you did before the training, and you never get it um, carried on. And so because we understand people and how they deal with change, we are better able to um, prepare you and and talk to you in a language that under, helps you understand and carries through. so you have a better chance of actually taking that training and um, and making it uh, effective in your workplace. And so we actually deal with a lot of uh, people, other consultants that do training and coaching because if you understand that the person you're working with, the person you're coaching is is takes a long time to change, well, then you can help manage their expectations. you can guide them through it faster or, If you're talking to someone who's independent, like probably you, Evan, or or, or our colleague that we uh, both have friends or Jeff Hazlett, he's our, we always use him as our ideal independent. He's a big personality. What was that? Love Jeff. Yeah. Jeff is great. Great And so, but he's very, he's what I consider my classic independent, which is he wants to do things right away. He's a big idea guy. He doesn't even care how it's implemented. He just wants it done. And so um, if you're dealing with that kind of client, then you're going to have a very different conversation about development and, and scheduling, and so if you can, if we can help you kind of figure out who you're working with, you can make your work a lot more effective. So we have have those things too, and, and probably our very last one is uh, we have a certification for our IP. So the cha- the culture types and the change transition model work; those are both um, our. Uh, proprietary systems. And so if you want to use our systems in both, whether it's in your own business or in a big corporation, then you can get certified and then basically are licensed to use um, our work. So that's because we want to grow that community as fast as we can. That's how we're scaling um, that, those cool. ideas. So those are the levels of, of offerings. But
0: you people. have a community, correct?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. You're right. You want to talk a little bit about that, Meg?
2: yeah sure. So we have a, a an online community, a closed Facebook group, and um, we we really want to make sure that who whomever's in part of is part of our community, um, whether they're an IX ambassador or they've been through a training with their organization, uh, that they can continue seeing us, uh, seeing the the results of what's happening through IX leadership, and then also support in terms of learning new things or you know, refreshing on something they might've already learned. So um, my, my background in training and development, and as Rachel pointed out, you know, you go to training and then you go back to your desk and you're super excited. I'll never forget the first time this happened to me. I went to a training, I was in Toronto, Canada. I thought it was the greatest thing that I'd ever learned. And I was so excited. And I went back and my boss, my boss said, well, how was it? And I said, it was really great. I learned all this stuff. He's like, that's good. Um, We need to get a report done because and so it's not that it's intentionally happening, but the reality is we're all still running businesses. And so um, we want to be that external support system for people so that because business is still happening, they have an opportunity outside of that to say, hey, I'm going to take 10 minutes and you know, see what the most recent post is um, or what the live video was. Or you know I can uh, call into a call a couple times a month and see what the hot topic is with the IX community. So that, that's what we're offering up with the IX community.
0: Oh, that sounds fantastic. Um, you know, total training, our big focus is effective training. You know, our, our, our purpose is to make effective training easy. Mm-hmm. And so much training is ineffective. Okay. And that's the you know, title of the show, Training Unleashed. Great training unleashed int- improves growth, improves profitability. And, and a big part of great training is continual training and and in building it. So I think your IX community is a brilliant idea and I I think a lot of people here would like to be part of that community, which makes your offer kind of special. So why don't we just tell them what the offer is now?
1: Yeah, so for us, so what we have is a our community, you get access to it a couple different ways and they're pretty special. One is if you become certified, you get access to the community. So that's a very sort of higher level of training. And expectation. You can, if you pre-order our book, if you had an opportunity to do that, you get, um, you can get access to that. But also, so what we're providing uh, today for your listeners is access to that community for free for 60 days. Um, And what you do is you'd come to our website at Rose Group International, which is rosegroupintl.com. And on our um, shopping, pay, shopping cart, you could enter the coupon code UNLEASHED and you will get 60 days free uh, for access to our iX community.
0: I think that is outstanding. Uh, I think it's a great way for people to better understand what you're talking about. Of course, reading the book will be a good way for people to understand what you're talking about. You guys doing an audio book too?
1: Yeah, we're working on what the best system is and all that. So yeah, we hope to have an audiobook soon.
0: I'm a big audiobook person, um, so I Us encourage. I, encur- I encourage audiobooks. Um, it's a pleasure having you. We end the show asking you to share one tip. One tip that you would give.
2: Okay. I can tell
0: that the prep for the show wasn't as good as it should be. <laughs>
2: No, no, this is great because this gets us this gets us on our toes. I have a lot to share. I'm not
1: sure which, which one, one to pick. pick. Uh, go.
0: Well, well I'll, I'll tell you first. what. I'm going to let you guys do one tip each. We'll give it Ooh, extra bonus? We don't
1: even have to do it together. Excellent. <laughs> Two tips. Two tips. Uh, well, Rachel's one tip. Uh, honestly, I would say that to continue to assume that change is hard and that you're just going to have to gut it out means that you're giving up an opportunity to be the most creative and innovative that you and your team can be. So my tip would be to be sure that you proactively plan and strategize around change because it can be the most powerful tool that a leader has. Excellent. So that's my tip.
2: Uh, my tip is shamelessly, you should buy our book because it'll change your life. But my real tip <laughs> is uh, to be the first best user of accountability in your life. And that is the best way to be Uh, a solid leader.
0: I I love both tips. I'm going to give a third tip.
2: Oh yeah. Let's
0: hear it. My third tip and it builds on your book is that if you like the book and you want to get success in your organization, make sure you introduce the concepts to the top level of management. So you have management buy-in and management support because that is critical to the success of launching any kind of change initiative any, and any kind of, of up-leveling within your organization. So that is my tip. And they're nodding their heads, so they like That's the a tip.
1: Good one. That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> so anyhow, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, I am very excited to read your book. I might even read it before waiting for the audio book. That's how excited I am. Wow. Oh, thanks. <laughs> a, a lot of what you said is very congruent to who I am. Uh, and I, Megan, I, I loved your tip. on Basically, I use the word being integrous, having integrity and being a person of your word, which means like you show up on meetings on time. It, it, it means you let people know when you can't make a commitment that you ha- have made uh, and that you try to live to your commitments. And, and that's a huge tip. That's yeah. a, a life changing tip. How people interact with you when you live through integrity is amazing. Anyhow, we could probably talk forever, which we can't So, (laughs) say goodbye to our listeners, but I'd love to chat with you guys just for another few minutes.
1: Great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks.
0: Thank you. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way you'll never miss an episode and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.